0: Today, we heard a pericopy from the Gospel of John from the sixth chapter, which just opens the discourse on the bread of heaven. The entire chapter will be dedicated to the Eucharist, basically. And we're going to hear more from this chapter during four consecutive Sundays. So we need to pay attention. This is just the beginning. And the importance of this chapter for us Catholics is that it refers to the Eucharist, which is the center of our life in the church. And the story that we just heard in the Gospel of the multiplication of the loaves of bread and the fish is the necessary introduction to the theme of the Eucharist. Jesus performs a sign that leads people to something deeper, something greater to God. Alone. Right from the beginning, we learn that Jesus is not just a mere prophet or human being or preacher, for he performs a sign that only God can do. Thus, the story is connected to the story of Israelites wandering in the desert after they had left Egypt and were fed for 40 years with manna from heaven. We also discover that this is the greatest gift that we receive from God through His Son, Jesus Christ. It is the greatest miracle that continues in front of our eyes and that it is God Himself doing everything for us. Now I would like to use a little story to illustrate this point, that that, that God does everything for us, so you may not fall asleep. There's a story of famous Polish pianist Ignacy Paderewski, who was also... Polish uh, Prime Minister after First War. So, Ignacy Poderewski was touring the United States with concerts. He was really accomplished pianist. And this is just before the concert starts. A mother took her little son to a concert by Poderewski to expose him to this great talent of this Polish pianist. They are, arrived early at the concert and were seated near the front. As they waited for the concert to begin, the mother entered into conversation with other people around her. Eventually, the hour of the concert came, the lights began to dim. Everyone turned their attention to the stage and the grand piano. The mother looked up and was suddenly horrified. Her son was sitting at the piano and banging out with one little finger, twinkle, twinkle, little star. She was paralyzed and didn't know what to do. As she began to make her way to the platform, Ignacy Paderewski himself appeared on stage. He went over and sat down beside the child. He whispered in the child's ear, Don't quit. Keep playing. As the little boy continued to play, Paderewski reached down with his left hand and began to fill in the, ba- the bass part. Then with his right arm around the little boy, he added a running obbligato. Together, the master and the young novice held the crowd mesmerized. In the end, the crowd cheered. This is the end of the little story. Supposedly it's true. Uh, And I use this story to show what God does for us. It is not what we do for God. It is how we are immersed in God's love. And it's not what we play. It is what God is playing in our life. This is just a little analogy for in our Christian faith, our Catholic faith, we sometimes th- think, tend to think that we have to do everything for God, and this is just the opposite. When we come to the Holy Mass, we just do little part, and everything else is prepared for us. In the Gospel, we will hear the question, I would like to focus just on one little thing, because we can talk about this Gospel all day long, it is so rich in meaning. Jesus said to Philip, where can we buy enough food for them to eat? He said this to test him because he himself knew what he was going to do. So this is the analogy to the story that I used. He said this to test him for he himself knew what he was going to do. He asked only the disciples where to just wake them up and to show them the way, which is Jesus himself. Jesus tests the, the apostles, the disciples, to see if they were able to change their way of thinking from earthly thinking to heavenly thinking. They already witnessed some miracles, so they should have changed a little bit. As we know, that change didn't occur after the resurrection. It is very hard to change our way of thinking. But Jesus was already inviting them to something greater, to something deeper. The apostles immediately started calculating how much money we have to spend on this. This is the human way of thinking. That's what we would do, even nowadays. But then the Lord, Lord Jesus Himself, shows the solution. He is the solution. It is He who is going to feed the crowds. It's not our resourcefulness. He feeds them in two ways, spiritually and physically. He even feeds their physical hunger. But for us, the most important is that He feeds them spiritually. Because there is a hunger in human beings that cannot be satisfied with the things of this world. But God provides for it. When people follow Jesus, there's something drawing them to Jesus. Some greater love that they did not experience with other human beings. And hopefully when we come to the Holy Mass, we are drawn by the same love. Even if it sometimes appears as a tradition. Yet, there's that great mystery that pulls us to Jesus himself. So this is the great sign that Jesus performs for the crowds. The crowds were really great. We know about 5,000 men, not counting women and children, so we have to multiply that, most likely. And Jesus gives them bread, which we know is this just introduction to the Eucharist, because then entire chapter 6, I strongly encourage to read it for yourself in order to understand more and appreciate what, going to hear, what you are going to hear next Sundays. Because Jesus talks about himself as the bread from heaven. So then we see this is quite clear. What Jesus did is giving himself for the people so that people may have life and may have life to the fullness. I would like to use another analogy. It is like transfusion. Think about blood transfusion. When we have no life, when blood goes out of us, we need transfusion. And that's what Jesus does in the Eucharist. He gives his own body and blood so that we may have divine life in each one of us. So we have to remember that when we come to the Holy Mass, the Eucharist, it is not a symbol. It is not a cookie, unfortunately. A lot of people treat the Holy Eucharist and communion as if they were receiving some kind of cookie. As they say in Spanish, galleta. It is something more. It is Christ himself. He does everything for us. But this depends on us if we are able to receive it. Because our hearts and minds have to be open. Jesus is very patient. When we do not understand yet, he's still waiting. He does not turn us down, doesn't reject us. But we have to pray in order to enter into deeper mystery of the Eucharist. And since we cannot do it on our own, we turn to the Blessed Mother, the Mother of the Eucharist. For as St. John Paul II stated, In his encyclical letter on the Eucharist, if we wish to rediscover in all its richness the profound relationship between the Church and the Eucharist, we cannot neglect Mary, mother and model of the Church. Mary can guide us towards this most holy sacrament because she herself has a profound relationship with it. Let us pray that with the Blessed Mother, we may come to better understanding of the Holy Eucharist. Amen.